0: I'm Andy Viano, a staff writer at the Flathead Beacon. Today is Thursday, April 9th, and this is the Beacon's daily update on the coronavirus and its impact on the Flathead Valley. A reminder that this podcast and all of the Beacon's free coverage in print and online is made possible in part by members of the Flathead Beacon Editors Club. Club members support our mission and secure our future by paying as little as $5 per month, and they receive great perks, too. Learn more or join today at BeaconEditorsClub.com. There was another get-together in Helena on Thursday with Governor Steve Bullock, joined by a pair of medical experts, including state medical officer Dr. Greg Holtzman. Bullock brought Holtzman to the podium to talk first about modeling. Recent models cited by doctors in Kalispell showed the state's coronavirus caseload peaking in late April or early May and national models show all sorts of different outcomes, both for individual states and the country as a whole. Bullock first addressed why models might be comforting to some during uncertain times. And I understand that uh, this is a time of uncertainty,
1: particularly for Montana families across our state whose lives look different than they did a month ago. I understand that so many are also experiencing economic and financial hardships. Particularly those who've been laid off or who have had to take leaves of absence from their jobs. And I understand it's easy to turn to modeling, especially the ones that give us that most optimistic look, as uh, we all search for answers and a better understanding of, of this virus, how long it may last, and how much worse it could get. S- I certainly want to open back up non essential businesses and operations as soon as we can. I want us to be able to celebrate the lives that we've saved together with our health care workers rather than just howling for our health care heroes from our doorsteps each night. I want to return to as much normalcy as possible as much as you all do as well. That's why we're taking the steps now so we can make this a reality as soon as we can. Modelings are predictions on what we do
0: now, but it's what we do now that's gonna make the real difference on what actually happens. Holtzman, the state medical officer, offered his perspective next.
2: Two major points I kinda wanna get across on modeling. The strength of one's model is dependent on the understanding of the science of the current situation. And with COVID-19, a lot is still unknown or only partially known. The second part of modeling Is that modeling does not predict the future. It helps us describe possibilities of what could happen depending on what interventions we implement today. COVID-19 modeling are based on many assumptions. We do not know all the science and we are learning more and more each day. For example, how transmittable is this virus? What is the severity or virulence of the virus? How does it affect different populations? And we can go on and on and on. This information is very important. And when we don't know all the facts, we try to use our best scientific assumptions with that data that we do have. From the state's perspective, with many different assumptions being put in place on the different COVID-19 models, it is important that we do not rely on one model. As no one model is complete, completely correct. We look at many different models. We also look at our own epidemiological data that is coming in new each and every day and we talk to providers that are on the front line. We use all this information and more to help us make short term and longer term plans and we continue to modify these plans as we learn more about the virus and the success of different preventive measures. Finally,
0: the governor lightened the mood a bit with his latest directive, one that he believes could impact life throughout Montana in the coming days.
1: And in light of this weekend, I'm also issuing a directive providing that certain magical creatures may travel throughout Montana to perform essential services I think we could all recognize that the Easter Bunny does perform essential services of hiding Easter eggs, supporting the chocolate egg industry, bringing springtime joy to Montanans all over the state. Further, all dental services, including magical ones, are considered essential services, especially during the time of increased consumption of chocolate eggs, yellow peeps, other related spring treats. The Tooth Fairy is uniquely qualified to perform the service of lost tooth collection to remit payment for lost baby teeth. So under that directive, magical entities including but not limited to the Easter Bunny and the Tooth Fairy may freely travel into and through Montana to perform services essential to Montanans. Additionally, they may leave behind a gift, for example, eggs, chocolates, fair market value of a baby tooth at every home they visit and they must follow social distancing guidelines.
0: Now here's the latest on COVID-19 in Montana as of 7 p.m. on Thursday, April 9th. There are now 354 confirmed cases of coronavirus in Montana, a 22-case increase from Wednesday. Three of those new cases were reported in Flathead County, which now has 34 total positives. There remain only six deaths from COVID-19 in Montana and 36 hospitalizations. New numbers from the state reveal that 157 people in Montana are now known to have recovered from the coronavirus. Elsewhere, the Montana High School Association further postponed the spring high school sports season but stopped short of canceling the year altogether. Montana schools are currently closed through at least April 24th, and the MHSA on Thursday pushed its suspension of the season to that date. The state's athletic governing body did add, however, that if students do not return to in-school learning by May 4th, the sports season will be canceled at that time. That's all for today. For the latest on COVID-19 and all the news in the Flathead Valley, visit flatheadbeacon.com. I'll be back tomorrow. Thanks for listening.